Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Allen Hahn in for Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, as we've been talking about for most of the first hour. We have tons of calls on it, so clearly a lot of people want to talk about this. Baker Mayfield moving on from Cleveland. He is headed to the Carolina Panthers. There you hear the song. Imagine He's J. going Cole, to Carolina. J. Cole Allen, like y'all playing my song for Baker Mayfield? That's where we're at? Is, is that is it serviceable enough for him? I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> well, I thought you was about to say, I thought you was about to say, is that J. Cole? No, no. Don't Jeez. even. Did you know who was singing in my mind? I'm going to Carolina. No, in the James. beginning part, that little folky song there. No, no idea. I oh, know. oh, that was uh, Key. Don't try what? to act like you know who Come it on. is, Key. Come on, no, no, I want him to try. I, I need to hear His it other again. aisles turn red. <laughs> no, I need to hear it again. I need to hear it. To... Here it is. Don't you guys tell him who it is in the control it's room. So pretty. It's so pretty. How do you not know this song? I'm going to Carolina. Come on now. That's Kenny Chesney. Yes, yes, Kenny Chesney. Nailed it. (laughs) Did I? Yates, did you tell him? His name is James Taylor. Somebody told him. (laughs) I didn't (laughs) say anything. It's not Kenny Chesney. Oh, no. No, I thought it was Kenny. (laughs) No. I don't know. Y'all need to look at me for confirmation. I don't know who the hell it was. I didn't. It's James Taylor, man. Okay. Oh, that. Damn, I knew that's what it was. Right. James, I thought you yes. know what, but I Kenny he Chesney. hasn't been all the time you spend so in the Hamptons being bougie. You've never heard James Taylor. No, that Stop is it. so long ago though. So had, when the last time holding, he had an album or whatever out? The last time he had an album out. He got, <laughs> I don't matter. <laughs> Kids stupid. You can't try to hold me accountable for J Cole and like as if I'm supposed to be the one that has like you know I the wide open. No, 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 don't try to put that on me. You can only know one type of music, but I got to know all kinds of music. I didn't say anything about the music. I just said, Jay did that. (laughs) See how you try to put it on me, on? I didn't didn't say nothing about you you didn't know who it was. Dang, Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, it sounded just like him. Did you guys just play that back, or was that somebody singing? I couldn't tell. (laughs) (laughs) 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But... The, the the move for I I thought Bart Scott said this yesterday uh, about oh stop don't worry the oh god <laughs> about the move now for Baker Mayfield to uh, the Panthers and what it means on the Panther side of things especially for Matt Rule this is a play for Matt Rule to save his job because if they don't go to the postseason they don't go to playoffs with all the transactions that this man has made from trading you know uh, their their star tight end to, to Jacksonville for a cornerback that's not even on the roster anymore you know what I mean they went, made a trade for Stephon Gilmore that didn't work out gave Cam Newton 10 million dollars for half of a season which really prorates to 20 million dollars for a guy that you could have got for nothing and they gave him a six year deal and they haven't done anything they haven't won anything you heard David Tapp he really is upset and saying that, hey, you know, things are going to change. This is the richest owner in all of football. And he's not going to sit around and wait and be patient when there's no results that's being that's coming from Matt Rule after he gave him a lucrative six-year contract. It's actually a seven-year deal, I believe, for like $65 million for Matt Rule. Um, but so we're so focused so much on Baker and trying to, you know, resuscitate his career. It's an important year for him. This move now gives him an opportunity to do that, leaving Cleveland 
But what what about Matt Rule? What about what Carolina is doing here? If this doesn't work out and they are still outside the playoffs and not showing much um, in potential, I mean, do they have to make major changes with that organization? Well, I think they. I think that is probably on the horizon at some point in time, right? That they will look to something better if it doesn't work out. But when, in terms of the quarterbacks in that room, they're they're spending about twenty three, twenty three and a half million dollars of guaranteed money on the quarterbacks in the room, meaning that you you got the eighteen and some change on Sam Donald, you got the four million on Baker Mayfield, and then whatever you're giving Matt Carell on his rookie deal is really the only money that's guaranteed in his first year. You add that together, that's not even an NFL starting quarterback salary. So they're playing around trying to figure out how to put this all together. If Sam Darnold is the guy who wins the job, it is what it is. You're still spending $18 million, $20-something million as a whole in the room. Baker Mayfield wins the job. You got a better quarterback at $5 million who wins the job. You still at the same $27 million number. And so when you start to look at those sort of things, it's not a reach for Baker Mayfield to get a look at all whatsoever. You give up whatever compensation you give up. I get a chance to see a guy up close in person and coach a guy who's the number one overall pick before and led a team to a led a team to the playoffs. So mm-hmm. it, it gives you an opportunity to just see what it is. Doesn't mean that it's the future because he is on a one year deal. He's not on a six year deal. It's a one year deal. It's a tryout. So Key, I, I agree with you, right? It, it, it's a look and it's on the cheap and cheap, so you take advantage of it. That's one aspect of it. But it's also, we just had this whole conversation last hour about the way situations are framed, right? How narratives are driven. So the narrative right now that is starting to be created, it actually has been created, and Bart alluded to it, is some of the moves that they made. And they haven't really panned out. Even the Cam Newton move, where it's like, hey, like Sam Darnold goes down, we're trying to bring in Cam Newton. That didn't really work out. Now, even though we're bringing in Baker Mayfield for the cheap and cheap, the narrative around Baker Mayfield is... Dan Orlovsky, they're going to be a playoff team. You know, I've read articles where it's like, oh, you're bringing in a guy with playoff experience. This is exactly what the Panthers need. Their defense is formidable. Now, like, is Chris McCaffrey going to stay healthy? Like, I think this – look, Matt Rule, 10-23 and 23 in his two years. Like, this is a pivotal year. Yeah. And these narratives keep getting inflated because people expect more from them when if CMC goes down again – we're going to be talking about Baker Mayfield the same way we're talking about Sam Darnold. Then it's about who are, who are they going to draft quarterback-wise? Who's going to give this franchise hope? And my thing is it looks like hope becomes less and less and less, and that finger just keeps playing back to Matt Rule. Yeah, but, are we, but, but are we really going to be talking about Baker Mayfield? Is Baker Mayfield yeah. even going to win the job? That's what, okay, but Keith, so, we are going to be talking. If Baker Mayfield doesn't win the job, that's a you bigger can best story. and believe we're going to be talking about that. <laughs> yeah, that's an even bigger well, story. Well, I, I, think, I think, look, I, I think for us, we are dismissing Sam Darnold based on the end of last season. I look at the beginning of the season where Christian McCaffrey was in the lineup. I don't look at the Carolina Panthers when Cam Newton was in the lineup. I look at those whatever those games were with, up into that Dallas game. That's what I look at and say to myself, you know, Sam was pretty good. Sam was just pretty good. So I can't just assume that they're going to move on from Sam and bring in Baker Mayfield just because. Remember, 
They're paying one guy eighteen million. They're paying another guy four point eight million. So if it's close, I'm thinking they're gonna play the guy that they're spending the most money on. All right. It, it's where did Sam play college? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> oh, I don't uh, let's care. Go about to, that. Let's go back to Ohio. Let's talk to James matter. about this. James. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, I just wanted to, to chime in on the whole Baker thing. I I think he hit the nail on the head when he said he's Bing. a serviceable quarterback. But the thing is, that's not how Baker sees Baker. <laughs> Baker sees Baker as Tom Brady or Joe Montana, so well, it's Baker never going to work out because <laughs> he's never going to accept that that's all that he is, is a serviceable quarterback. James, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's being call. delusional. And he, is, and he is totally right about mm-hmm. that. Guys start seeing themselves because they play the same position in the in the Q and the B is by their locker. So they automatically think, <laughs> oh, I'm a starter here. I could – no, no, hold on. There's different levels to this. That's, you know, and, and Baker – look, if he, if he thinks that way, then he's in for a long, long run. Keith, that's why we talked about it. You, I, if I were Baker Mayfield, I would not say anything. My head would be down. I'm individually and privately reaching out to Christian McCaffrey. I'm reaching out to Anderson. I'm reaching out to whoever the hell I need to to start building the right relationships. I'm trying to find out what the culture of the Panthers really stands for and how I can help elevate it. And my play on the field is the only thing I want people to talk about. That's all, Nothing else. Because well, if I can't get that right, nothing else matters. Yeah. Well, if he if if you're trying to put a muzzle on him, not, you're taking something away from. Well, I mean, right. Well, what it's what makes him. It? It's it's you what, what it makes put, him you good. Duct tape on his mouth, or he doesn't no, say anything. I mean, no. like I mean, you can still have flair and He's, pop. He is who he is. He just yeah. has to win. But, Look again. In 2020, did nobody say a damn thing? But I disagree. Nobody though. said anything in 2020. I disagree. Nothing. Key. Who I was in 2019 is different than who I am now in 2022. I've had experiences that have taught me how to navigate things differently. So my thing is, if you've seen what doesn't work right inside NFL locker rooms when things were going well and then when things didn't go well, you have to take those experiences and blend them into what's next. It's not to. that he should stop talking. It's how he's talking, I think, oh, when God, he was talking reporter. was the issue. Yes. There you go with that reporter <laughs> stuff. That's Why right. are you labeled as a reporter, Han? You're a big-time power forward. Don't let Keith do that. Tw- it has been 12 years since I've been a reporter, but it's all right. I take it as a compliment. Coming up are the, play- are the Panthers, a playoff team after trading for Baker Mayfield. We'll talk about that and more next. KJM with Alan Han, ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride-or-die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. ESPN Radio's NFL Two Days. Carolina Panthers certainly got the best of this. Cleveland knew at some point Baker Mayfield, as a player, wanted to get back on the football field to show his worth, and he would certainly take a pay cut to be able to do that. And I think that is what got the deal done. I just thought if he did it, Seattle would just seem like a better destination. One of the things you can't do is you can't, in his situation, be a poison pill and try to alienate the quarterback room. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. It's Alan Hahn in for Max. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Let's bring in Jeff Darlington, our ESPN NFL reporter. We've been talking about the Baker Mayfield trade throughout the show and a lot of people on the calls that want to comment on this. Jeff, good morning. Uh, before we even get started, Jeff, I just have to ask you, because one of our rejoins has the song, In My Mind, I'm Going to Carolina, <laughs> and I asked the guys if they knew who sang that song, and Key said, Kenny Chesney. Is he right or is he wrong? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he did some kind of uh, kind of cover, but no. But honestly, is it James Taylor? That is correct. Whoa, okay, JD. Is that no, right? but 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 it's he been wins. Garth Brooks too. I think he Man, Garth Brooks did me. a number two. I think he just started pulling out names. <laughs> well, right, but there's still a person who did it originally, right? <laughs> yeah, but I, I know James Taylor was in like 1965. I wasn't listening not to country music back then. Okay, and it's yeah. not country music. And <laughs> it was yeah. more important. So. That was considered pop, Alan. That was I, pop. I don't know. I was like an infant as well. It's just common knowledge of American music. That's this all. It's is, very this simple. This is music. I don't know if it's American music Yeah, I mean, nobody is suggesting that this is what we put on when we put our... You don't get fired yeah. up? You, this is not what your workout mix? <laughs> You're not throwing this on? But yeah, it's Americana. I mean, no, this, come on. This is the, this is the yeah, type I mean, of music... It's still enjoyable. This, wait, yeah. tell. Is it? This is the music is that Jay. creates problems in the weight room. 
with your exactly, teammates. King. Exactly. <laughs> this doesn't Listen. get me there, y'all. No yeah, one's putting like, this what? on in the weight room. <laughs> right? this in the weight room. <laughs> no. Unless we're doing yoga. And maybe asleep. yoga day, maybe you put this on. Anyways. Jeff, Jeff, it sounds like it cool down music. <laughs> it could be cool down music as well. But Jeff, let's get to the uh, the topics <laughs> at hand, of course. Um, cool down. Are, are you surprised it took this long for, for the Browns to move on from Baker Mayfield? Just your, your initial thoughts on the, on the trade. No, you know, this feels exactly sort of um, the way it, I feel like was supposed to. And I know it's not as sexy, but it reminds me a lot of last year's trade when Teddy Bridgewater got shipped from Carolina to Denver. Ultimately, it took Carolina realizing they were going to have to eat quite a bit of the cost. And, and then there was going to be a competition on the other end between Teddy and Drew Locke. It's pretty much a carbon copy of that. Um, I think, you know, I heard Key coming into the segment, um, something he must have said earlier in the show, about the $3.5 million. That, to me, is the most fascinating component of all this, that, that Baker gave up three point five. That can be earned in incentives, but look, I, to me, he could have pushed Cleveland's hand even further and ultimately been released. There was no way Cleveland was going to take on the $18.8 million, and very clearly there was no leverage at play here because Baker had to give up three and a half for Carolina to even make the deal happen. So I think it shows to me a level of maturity that I know we don't often associate with Baker that he's saying, I got to get in there. I got to get my new team. I got to get going here if I'm going to have a chance at success. And in doing so, I'm going to give up $3.5 million. That's not chump change. So to me, that is the most um, intriguing component to all this. You know, Jeff, I, I had said this all along from from the outset when they start when they first put him on the market. As I said, no one's going to trade for Baker Mayfield at that salary. I thought that the best maneuver for him was to take a pay cut, even more significant if he needed to, and incentive lace mm-hmm. that thing so he can now go to another team to start his career because that's the most important thing is to get on the field. The money's part of it. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But he has to get on the field. Where was Seattle in this in the end? I didn't get the sense that they were really coming to the table on this. You know, I, they were always, to me, lurking in the background, no matter what anybody said, that they, they would have shown some level of interest if it came down to it. But so would many other teams if, for instance, Cleveland said, we're either releasing him or we're going to pay, you know, $15 million of the $18 million. That just wasn't happening in Carolina as we know all along, was probably, I don't want to call them the most desperate, but pretty, pretty friggin' desperate. You know what I mean? So uh, that, that is ultimately what got it done. And I didn't get the sense that Seattle was necessarily in the mix in the final days. So, Jeff, with, with Baker now in Carolina, uh, how likely is it that he will start? And what kind of battle will we see between him and Sam Darnold? You know, I think it is pretty likely. Uh, Look, I I don't think a team like Carolina makes this trade uh, if they're not saying, you know, we need a clear upgrade when we're already paying Sam Darnold 18.8 this coming season. So uh, if you're guaranteeing that much money to a quarterback and bringing another guy in, it doesn't exactly spell much in terms of optimism. But again, I go back to exactly what happened in Denver last year. Teddy Bridgewater came in. Drew Locke had already had familiarity with the playbook. It, it was a true training camp competition that lasted probably longer than anybody in Denver wanted to see, and Teddy ultimately won that job. So I, I, I really think that that's pretty much exactly how this one plays out. Baker, by the way, one point on this in terms of the competition. 
Baker was known coming out of college. I would talk to Sean Payton, Sean McVay, these guys that said, this guy has a photographic memory like few others in the NFL. He will pick up that playbook faster than anybody else can. And I think when it comes to such a short window to figure this thing out, that's going to be a very positive sign for Baker Mayfield in this competition. A lot of things are positive signs. There's no question about it, Jeff. The one thing that I would say in all of this as I hear you and Jay talk about it and discuss it and I start to think about it, it could backfire big time on the Carolina Panthers and Matt Rule. This could be the end of Matt Rule losing his locker room. If you just get acquire Baker Mayfield and hand him the job, one thing about these players in these locker rooms, they're not stupid when it comes to football. They, they know a guy is better than another guy. So if a coach made a predetermined decision that Baker Mayfield is going to be the starting quarterback mm-hmm. just because he led a team to the playoffs in 2020, and all of a sudden it doesn't turn out that way, Matt Rule could be sent packing really. He could be the first guy on the bus leaving Carolina before the season even ends if this thing backfires. You cannot hand a job to anyone in the National Football League. It is earned. Yeah, Keyshawn, also, when you think about it from an ownership perspective, they never want to see coaches go through this carousel of quarterbacks where it's like, hey, let's give this guy a shot. So I I do agree this does apply pressure to Matt Rule. Uh, The other aspect of that is Sam Darnold, I know he's not like this crazy personality, not like Baker, of course, but he's a very likable player in the locker room. He puts his head down, he gets his work done, and he's a pretty good leader. We've seen it, Robbie Anderson already kind of being like, no, I support Sam Darnold. Does It's not a knock on Baker, but I was supporting our guy that was here, uh, and, and I, I think that that should not be understated. These are two guys that are going to come in the locker room and likely earn some respect from teammates. So you're exactly right. Somebody's going to have to go in there and earn this job, and it actually should be a pretty good competition. Jeff, I'm so curious about how the locker room handles this. And we've been talking about you know, what we would do if we were a baker about kind of keeping our head down, um, you know, doing the right things to build the right relationships. But if, if you're seeing the way that things went down with OBJ, who's one of the most beloved players in the National Football League from a player's perspective, if you've seen what's happening with Jarvis Landry and on his exit, some of the things that he said, when you read some of the stories about what happened, about the lack mm-hmm. thereof brotherhood within the locker room, even hearing Baker reflect on that on multiple podcasts, I mean, going into this, what is the probability that he actually wins the locker room over? Well, you know, Keyshawn obviously knows this well better than I do, but from talking to guys, I know wide receivers, for instance, talk like few other position groups in the NFL. These guys all talk to each other. They know exactly what's going on with different quarterbacks around the league, and they will absolutely have a little bit of a pulse on Baker. Now, um, you know, let's find out. I I think Jay was saying it about Baker. People change. Uh, People use their experiences to alter their futures. And and Baker is a pretty smart guy, I would think, pretty savvy in that way. Um, So entering this locker room with a fresh start, clearly willing to take that pay cut to do so, uh, maybe maybe he's learned and maybe he can change some minds. Jeff, um, when it's just the bottom line, though, obviously, and you talked about Matt Rule a little bit earlier on, is is success, is winning, is is making something you know into a winner. And Baker Mayfield has maybe not led right. is the right term here, but he has been a quarterback for a playoff team. 
Carolina Panthers with him now, the defense that they have, and you look at the NFC and where it is, could they be a playoff team? I mean, to me, it comes down to Christian McCaffrey, honestly. Like, he's so good, and we keep – I think we're prone to forget about him because of the injuries that have sort of hindered the start of his career. But, I mean, when he's healthy, and I know it's a a significant if at this point – um, he's so ridiculously good. He leads the league in, in yards from scrimmage, generally speaking, and uh, it, they have better protection along the offensive line. They can be a pretty good team, uh, and I'm also very interested in seeing a healthy Baker Mayfield, which he was not last year. It's not an excuse. It's more of a curiosity on my front. I want to see what Baker can be in that situation, but he also had a very talented team in Cleveland, um, which helped make the run that they did. So, I'm I'm just very curious, honestly. Just overall, very curious to see what Baker does in, in Carolina. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, Jeff, to see it because you go back to Sam's first four games of last season, he looked like a different quarterback than his days with the Jets when Christian McCaffrey was in that lineup. And now you have right. Christian McCaffrey back healthy. If he stays healthy, you got two quarterbacks that's battling for the position. When you look at it, let me ask you this, though, Jeff. Do you think in any wildest imagination that they could move Sam Darnold? I don't think so. Uh, it, would, it would have to be – I mean, I would think it would even have to be more dramatic than what it took to move Baker Mayfield because you're still looking at that fifth-year option. These guys obviously were one and three in their prospective drafts. So we're looking at – respective, I'm sorry. We're, so we're looking at similar contract situations. We saw how difficult it was to make this happen with Baker. It's going to be equally difficult with Sam Darnold, if not more so, because you know, you're obviously saying – Carolina Panthers were willing to bring in Baker. What does that say about their experience with Sam? Mm. I, I don't think they can move him. They would have to take on a very big chunk of his salary to do so. Mm. Jeff, you won the uh, music trivia today. Congratulations. <laughs> Always good to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time. Baby, go yeah, down what, what the an road. Honor. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Jeff Darlington, our ESPN. <laughs> my ears are bleeding right now while That's key's horrible. eye is also all red what did you get for your 22nd birthday it is nothing in comparison to who we're going to talk about coming up next Keyshawn j will and max alan Hahn in for max presented by progressive insurance 888-ESPN 888-729-3776 is the number be part of the conversation we certainly will get back to the calls but guys yesterday zion williamson turned 22 years old And on that very same day, he signed a five-year contract that is right now worth $193 million. It could be worth up to $231 million with, you know, another All-NBA or a Defensive Player of the Year or any of that kind of stuff, MVP, turns into the Supermax. And when he signed this contract, he obviously had a big smile on his face. He was asked about... You know, have you had a better birthday? No, have not had a better birthday than that. How could you? And he said this about now signing the contract and locking himself in to New Orleans. I want to prove that I'm a winner. Simple as that. Uh, I want to win with Coach. Uh, I want to win with my teammates. And the ultimate goal is to win a championship. And I feel like that's what we're all striving for. Like Griff said, um, we're hungry. Y'all saw this past year what the team did, and I'm just excited to add to that. 
Jay, will he see year five in New Orleans? Because Anthony Davis in 2015 signed a contract similar to this. It was the richest in NBA history at that time. And he also said the same thing, looking forward to many great years together. Four years later, he told New Orleans that he wanted out. Well, Alan, I'm not sure about year five, but this is one hell of a risk for the Pelicans organization and David Griffin, but you have to do it. You have to do it. You're a small market team. And when you look at them being a piece away to a degree, what you saw last year with Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum and a lot of the pieces that this team already has, Zion Williamson is not a Kevin Durant, not a LeBron James or a Giannis, but he has a unique skill set within the power game that is different than anybody in the NBA. It is one of one. So the health of his is always going to be in question. But I don't know how you don't lock down that type of talent. It's a game-changing type of talent. And that in conjunction with the rest of the pieces I just mentioned gives a small market city like New Orleans a chance to compete at the highest level in the Western Conference. So could it backfire? Yeah. But you got to take that chance. You have to. Yeah, I think you. I, I think you have to take the chance. Um, there's no question about it. You drafted him where you drafted him. He was supposed to be the face of the franchise, a staple of everything that you wanted to do after losing Anthony Davis. But I, I don't. I, in the NBA, is he at the hierarchy? Right. I, I. It's too early to even really tell because you're getting snippets, you're getting bite-sized little nuggets over a course of a whole season. Most guys that get this type of money, they've given a couple whole seasons. So you already kind of know what you have versus these little bike sizes. And I know Jay goes all crazy. Oh, he's a walking bucket. He's a point forward. I've never seen this before. But it's such a small little snippet. Are we going to see this three, four years from now? Is he going to be that player that they envisioned when they drafted him? And you just don't know. But Keith, just in my defense, as, just in my my defense, Alan, very quickly. Yeah, go ahead. I, I've raved about his talent. I think he is unique and one of one. But I also was a guy when he was at Duke. I said that body type. I don't know about the sustainability with that body type. Like you see him when he walks, his knees are knock knees, right? Like it's it's <laughs> it's like they're almost inverted for somebody being so athletic. And he doesn't. He hasn't developed that mid range game. So. When he's constantly in harm's way by attacking the rim with reckless abandon, like that, that makes me worried about Zion Williamson. I've been I mean, upfront about that. Yeah, and, and as you, if you're watching on ESPN News, what you're seeing are not highlights from a game because he hasn't played one in over a year. We're showing you him warming up in, in, in the empty arena. Like that's also a big problem. He's missed 67 percent of his games so far as a player in the NBA due to injury. And if you look at him again physically. That's what Jay is saying. I think the concern is it's all physical, right? Because we know talent-wise, this guy's an immense talent, right? No pun intended. He's an immense talent. But anyone, like Keith, think about it this way. Anyone as an athlete, especially young, who gets as out of shape as he got, aren't you a little concerned about that part of it? And then he signs this big contract. Not to say he's never going to be motivated. not saying any of that stuff. But it just worries you that how fast can he get out of shape and how difficult can it be to get back in that shape and maintain it. So you worry about that part of it for him is what is he going to be? Like Jay said, what they envision him to become. 
you, you just said we've never seen anything like him. So how can you envision what he's going to be? We might have seen it when Stan Van Gundy was coaching him and Stan made him a point forward, and all of a sudden he's giving you triple doubles and he's the center of the offense. But he's got to join a team now that just you know took the Suns to six games in the first round who have you know Herb Jones, a great defender, a good wing player that, that has developed really well there. And McCollum is a new addition, and Ingram has emerged as their go-to scorer, main guy. Zion's got to figure out how he's going to fit in as a guy who's not going to have the ball in his hands you know, 50%, 60% of the time when he's on the floor. So all this stuff, what they envision him to be, there's a lot of question marks still and a lot of things that Willie Green's going to have to figure out and then watch Zion and see if he also maintains – his conditioning level throughout a season so that when injuries come and when he comes back, you're not saying, well, he needs now a week to get back into shape and all that stuff. This guy's too young to be off the court anymore once you sign this contract. Well, That's Key, the risk. Key, I think. you know about this, and you know we, we joked around with it because to a degree, I, I wish I had something like better like this in place my rookie year. Like Who you're around veteran-wise matters, man. It matters. And, and Alan, when C.J. McCullen came to ESPN, but when he made that announcement, when he got when that trade actually went down, he went on ESPN and kind of openly stated, like, I reached out to Zion, haven't heard from him. Yeah. And that relationship has transformed. And even the stuff that you hear internally about Zion not doing his rehab, around the team, uh, kind of being uh, a little bit, you know, uh, by himself, a little bit more of a loner. I think the way things are trending, him now doing rehab, working out with the team, going on the road with the team, I think the team has actually seen a turn. So this is David Griffin and Trajan Langdon, who's a GM now saying, okay, now we feel like we actually believe in which direction this is going relationship-wise with Zion Williamson. Key? Oh, I thought we was up against it. So I was. Well, I, I just thought you wanted to add something because I did mention, I did ask you about conditioning wise with a player when he gets that far out of shape. Well, I, mean, I don't remember a, you asking me that. Wow, it was that long <laughs> ago. Jeez. All right, then we'll awkwardly go to break here. So coming up, <laughs> more of your calls, and I didn't of course, hear you say, "Hey, Key, when I a did, player gets out of shape like mm-hmm. that, what do you think?" Well, he I just followed that up with that. a. He, he, then he had a point after that, and that's a, yeah. Mm. This is awesome. Who will be the, the best second-year quarterback in the NFL this coming season? We'll talk about that when we play a little Take It or Shake It coming up after Key tells us about Granger. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you Keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So simply call or click Granger.com or just borrow Jay's car and stop by. Jeez. What? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Alan Hunt in for Max. Mm-hmm. It's time to play a game. We play games on this show. Take it or shake it. James Steele, the producer, take it away. James, who sings this song, by the way? Uh, Outcast. Okay. I know this one. Okay. That's yeah, this is right in my wheelhouse. I know uh, this one. I know okay. this one. <laughs> I know this one. All right. Take it or shake it is brought beat. to you by Granger. Mm. The Panthers are a playoff team. After training from Baker Mayfield, take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake, shake it. it. Shake that. No, I don't think they're a playoff team. The field is too deep in the NFC. I know a lot of people are favoring the AFC, but then when you look at the NFC, you got the Rams, the Cardinals, San Francisco. You got that spot, right? You got the New Orleans Saints, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You got that spot. So when you start to look at it, you got the Cowboys, the Eagles, and possibly the Commanders. I don't think Carolina's better than any of them. Yeah, I'll say this. Christian McCaffrey has played just 10 games in the last two seasons. He's Zion Williamson. 10 games in the last two seasons. The talent is unquestionable. I get it. He's special. I just want to see him on the field, and I would bet that the chances will be he will not be on the field as much as they need him to be, and Baker Mayfield doesn't cure that illness. All right, uh, so Sam Darnold will ultimately end up winning the Panthers' starting quarterback job this season. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Take that. Take that. Yeah, I think he I think he wins the job. One Baker's coming off uh, a little bit of a, a medical situation that he's still kind of rehabbing on top of that. I when a player's been there and guys have seen him, he comes in, they like him. Baker's not coming in with a full clean slate. There's going to be some issues that come up over the course of training camp, preseason. You watch what I tell you. Key, I'm with you, man. It, it, it's Sam Darnold's job to lose. He will be the starter. And also, if you're Matt Rule, understanding everything that's happened with Baker, even if you give him the benefit of the doubt, there has to be some in-between time where you watch the way he actually fraternizes with your team and your players and your staff. It doesn't happen overnight. Let him ease into the system. But with that schedule, with the way things kick off, you might see Baker in week four or week five become the starter. Mm, uh, yeah, if Sam Darnold wins the job, history tells us that Baker Mayfield will be probably starting, like Jay said, week four, week five, but not easing him into it because of need. Like, that's just what history shows us. Mm. All right, it's uh, time for two-a-days. This is ESPN Radio's NFL two-a-days. The Houston Texans. Game within a game? Houston Texans, how are you complicit in this? Allegedly. When it comes to Deshaun Watson, that you allowed this to go on with 66 women. 
in a 17-month period. People want their NFL on Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays. They don't want real life getting in the way of the National Football League. But that doesn't mean you're blind to what potentially went on with a dude that many people thought could be one of your faces of the league at that position when it comes to Sean Watson, the quarterback. They feel Davis Mills is the quarterback moving forward the way Davis Mills progressed, how highly rated he was coming out of high school, put up some great numbers. He was the second-best rookie quarterback in the NFL. They are moving forward with Davis Mills. Yeah, so uh, it's it's like gameception. It's the game within the game. This is Ooh. like just uh, dropping Uno Houston, in the middle of Yahtzee. Like, like, what, what are we doing Houston, here? Houston Texans quarterback Davis Mills will be the best second-year quarterback this year. Take it or shake it. Ooh. Shake it. Yeah, I don't think I think Trevor Lawrence will Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, those guys will still continue to get better. Um I, if Trey Lance is a starter in San Francisco, that could change a lot of things. But they, look, David Cully and that team was fighting last year and they did a tremendous job of hanging on, but they didn't have much. And he they don't have much this year. I mean, everything is going to be geared toward the defensive side of the ball with Lovey Smith, and Davis Mills is essentially going to be Mac Jones 2.0 from a year ago, but not they won't win nearly as many games as New England. Yeah, look, I, I, is there going to be some growing pains with Doug Peterson uh, and, and Trevor Lawrence? Sure, but I still think the upside for Lawrence is better, and I still think the upside for Belichick and Mac Jones are better. Even though I do like Davis Mills, I still don't see him surpassing those two. You guys Did the Jaguars get a new head coach, Jay? Penderson. <laughs> you guys um, mispronounced Zach Wilson, by the way. Just pointed what did I say? Peterson? Did I no, say Peterson? you say Peterson. Teddy Pendergrass? Teddy Peterson. I yeah. think he was like Pendergrass <laughs> or something. Teddy I'm like, damn, they got a new Teddy. coach? Hey, I'm about Teddy. The national Maybe anthem alone. will be good. Teddy Pendergrass is <laughs> a new coach? <laughs> yeah, that was, what? Yeah, the national anthem would be good. Yes. Key, I, I, you and some meal messed up some words now. You're going to leave me alone. Oh, right. I, I don't have no problem. I'm not trying to be perfect. That would be you. How am I trying to be okay. perfect? All right, all right. Are we? Children. Did we play another game? It's your fault. No, it's your fault. it's your fault. It's your fault. Moving on. Carson Wentz will have his best season since 2017. His first year with the Commanders. Take it or shake it. Jeez. Take it. Take, Take it. it. Take Taking it. it. So yeah, I had to think about. His, yeah, his you're 20, thinking you know, real hard about these yeah, ones. It must be good uh, take it or shake it subject. Yeah, I, I think so. I think he'll have a better season than he did in Indianapolis. Statistically, it won't be anywhere near where he was at the heights of his career because that's not that's not what Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders want to do from an offensive standpoint. They want to run the football. They want to play hard-nosed defense, and they want a quarterback that's more than serviceable, which I think Carson Wentz can be more than serviceable. So I'm I'm going to – Come on, Jay. I'm going to shake it because, Key, the expectations around the NFC East between the Eagles and the Cowboys, and even the Giants have the talent. And I'm watching the Commanders, and I'm saying I know they have the – talent to a degree but to me having a better season means getting them to the playoffs and the way they finished the season last year for the Colts I can't forget that I can't take that out of my mind I can't for Carson Wentz this this feel this this still feels so much like do you remember last last summer when uh, Carson Wentz was in Indianapolis, they were at a mini camp or something. They were like, they had a, a basketball hoop. Oh, knockout. Like, they were playing knockout. Carson's having fun. He's a fun guy. Everybody loves him. By the end, everybody hated him. Miserable. I mean, it's we're just doing this again and again with him. The talent's there. It's all the other stuff with, with Carson Wentz. So I got to shake it only because I don't trust him. 
to trust him to be what he was in 2017. Mm. All right, I got one more, but with supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is always there to help. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Well done. Last one, Notre Dame should join the Big Ten. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Yeah, Take Notre it. Dame. Notre Dame Take one it. number one should just go away. Jeez. Well, that's see now. Be that's objective. Not even, go not away. Right. Come okay, on. all right. I'll just, be objective. Just, all right. 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 Take it or shake it. Go away. Go. Away. Um, I think they should look to go to the Big Twelve if I'm them. Because Ugh. if I'm Notre Dame, I'm controlling the Big 12. I got my TV rights. I go to them. I say, I got NBC. I'm good. And I can control the Big 12 and be the big enchilada in the entire conference. Look, I, I, I would say, shake it. I think they should stay independent and watch as the SEC and the Big Ten continue to become these two power conferences and then use it as leverage moving into one of them moving forward. Yeah, that I love that idea, of course. So we've got more of your calls coming up. We got a lot more to do on, on this show. Keyshawn J. Will and Max with Alan Hahn, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.